0: I think everyone, um, every adult past a certain age and even majority of children know what's important in life and I think everyone has a general sense of right and wrong. People know what's right and people know what's wrong long, you made choices of right and wrong, in my opinion, and um, I think everybody knows, and that's a scary thought, because at the end of everything, like, when it's time for you to pass away, and life is over, I'm sure everyone on this earth, wants to have done more right than they have done wrong everyone that I would know I would say um and since the thought is that everyone does know even though they say I don't know what's right and what's wrong you, you have a general thought Of what's right and wrong And I'm talking about I'm not talking about uh, How to cook a cake uh, (laughs) You know what I'm saying How to fix something I'm talking about uh, Moral things You know You have a general thought And a general idea Of what's right And How many of us do the right thing 24 hours a day. No one, because we all sin. Do you know how exhausting it would be to try to be perfect in every way? You would, um, I don't think he would survive, the only way I could imagine, and that, and, that's, and that would be probably considered wasting time, but I was about to say, the only way I could imagine someone being perfect all the time is if they just locked themselves in a room and just stayed there and stayed away from people. And try not to think anything Then I would figure they would be perfect But if you're a person That's around other people That's out in the world That's living life You'll never be perfect So none of us make the right decisions all day Even though we know what the right decision is Sometimes we don't, know, you know? It's it's, it's bigger things out there that we, we might think we're doing it all right, we might be doing it all wrong, you know? So, it's a very confusing place, the world is. Life is very confusing. But like I said, I do know this, me personally, and for everyone that I've ever come across, when it's all said and done, they would much rather have done more right, way more right, than they have done wrong. You know? Um My beliefs in God is strong and I believe that uh, you should strive to do the right thing. And and, and, and the thing is, man, it, sometimes, like, if somebody knew me, they'd be like, man, well, you done did some stuff before. There's some people that don't like me. Some people that don't like you, you know what I mean? And they can tell you or fabricate or even tell truth about some things I did in the past. But it's not even about that, sometimes you got to look past the messenger and listen to what the messenger is saying and what I'm saying is this, no one is perfect. No one can do the right thing 24 hours a day because no one does. What you should try to do is Do way, way, way More right than you do wrong Your purpose should be doing the right thing But you are gonna fail Because Like Who says What you watch on TV isn't wrong You don't know You watching things With uh People killing each other and shooting and violence and things of that sort. But you also have your firm belief. Who says that's not wrong? You don't know. You might be doing the wrong thing. Uh, the music that you listen to. Should you only listen to gospel music? You know what I mean? Or, should, or can you occasionally Sneak off and go listen to some Tupac. Or can you listen to it all the time? You know what I'm saying? That secular music. Should you be doing that? You know, it's it's, it's so many things that... We might think is right or okay. But could be horribly wrong. Could be horribly wrong. And the people... That um what's the word that try to be perfect and not in a good way. They be I know people. I, I I went to a church right and they had all these and I'm I'm not gonna say it about a church. I was about to say it in a kind of bad way. Uh, they had all these rules that I did not agree with, let's say that, and, um, the rules that they had seemed so stupid to me, you know what I'm saying, they just did, like, i give like you an example, uh, nobody in the church could have a TV in their house because tvs you know what you watch on tv can affect your mind and things and, and stuff like that but they had the internet and computers and laptops and things they were on the online looking at stuff but they you know they were looking at the same things that i was looking at but they just looked at it online they had computers but they didn't have tv so i'm like how does this make sense? And I'm not talking about. I was hanging out with. the uh, People from the church. I was at a pastor's house. With his wife. And they looking at stuff on the internet. that I'm looking at on TV. I'm thinking like. What is the difference? Right? Yeah. It's just so stupid. And they had this other thing. Was that they said that. They uh, visited home, but they lived at church, meaning that they spent more time at the church than they did at the house because they thought that was one of the rules because that was, like, the right thing to do. So they literally, like, went to church or had church involvements, at least five to six days a week. And they had maybe like one day off where they didn't do something with the church five to six days a week. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yeah. And they expected if you was a part of the church, they wanted you to be involved. So I thought that was kind of weird too. I love church, I love God, you know what I'm saying, but the whole forcing you to be somewhere is kind of weird to me, God gave us free will, you know what I'm saying, I feel like this man, if I wanted to stay home for a night and read my Bible and watch TV and chill and relax. That's my business. What I got to do is you. I don't got to be at church every day of the week. If I want to be at church every day of the week, cool. I'm glad y'all got it available. That I could be there. Y'all got something going on seven days a week. That is cool. But I don't got to be there seven days a week, man. Sometimes I have other things to do. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing more. And then. They start, getting in, they start getting into, uh, is there something more important than God? It's nothing more important than God. But, and they used to be mad when I had to go to work. Because I was working at retail at the time. You know how retail is. The hours are everywhere. So, I used to have to work in the evenings. And I remember the days that I used to be off. I used to come in there, every time I came to church, I went to church for like two years, I think. Maybe not that long. But every time I went to church, the pastor used to ask me the same thing. You still work at uh, so-and-so? I'm like, yeah, I only, I just saw you the day before yesterday. Remember I was at work? Thought I got fired that fast? I used to say the same thing every time because I thought that was a stupid question. You know where I work at. What he was saying is or what he kept trying to imply, like, man, you need to get another job so you could be here more in the evenings, <laughs> you know, because all of them had, they they had jobs, you know what I'm saying? But all their jobs was like morning time, 8 to 5, 9 to 5, so they was available to be there at, six o'clock until, shoot, man, they used to stay there like 10, 11 o'clock at night sometimes, so uh, I just wasn't available to do that every time, and I was in college at the time, so I always thought that was just too much to try to require people to be in church seven days a week. I mean, what, six days a week? And and a lot of times they did roll seven days a week. And this was a church. Look, man, this was a place where uh, they went out of town, we traveled. You know what I'm saying? We used to drive two hours for service sometimes. I remember they had this thing called men's discipleship or men something or another. And they had it once a month. Oh no, every two weeks. Every two weeks, we used to drive like two and a half hours out of town to go to this thing. Two and a half hours. It took us to get there, right? And we used to go up there, go to church. Now, church is long as in itself. And then after church, they love to congregate and talk. They love to talk. So they talked for churches like hour and 30 minutes. Then they talked for about an hour. And then, after that, gotta go to dinner, right? So we go to dinner, and at dinner, you know what I'm saying, you eat dinner and then they talk for an hour after dinner. We still got a two hour drive. We used to get home at like 3 o'clock in the morning every time. I got to be to work at 7 o'clock in the morning. But he expected you to be there and they had to be the to word too in the morning but i mean they had like it was against the law if they didn't show up you know what i'm saying so they made sure they was there and they never complained about it i used to complain about it but they never complained and um another thing was we used to do this thing called outreach right and you would think outreach was like, um, uh, I don't know, like feeding people or, I don't know, man, but their version of outreach was, they used to go to church, I mean, go to people houses, man, we used to go to the roughest neighborhoods in the city, I used to be horrified, you hear what I'm talking about? I live in the city. I grew up in some of these places. And I'm like, well, I don't want to go here knocking on people's doors. You will be shot. You hear what I'm talking about? And they used to always just say, God was protecting them. And at the time, man, I don't know what was running through my mind. So we, um, we used to go to these places, knock on doors. And he invite people to church. That was the goal, to get people to come to the church, right? So he used to I didn't like the way the pastor talked to people. Because I used to always go with the pastor. I was with him a lot, man. But I ain't learned nothing. Except that, yeah, I didn't like that church. That's the one thing I learned. Um I didn't like the way he talked to people. Because he used to talk to people, like, if you believed in anything else, I'm talking about just uh, then what their church believed in, you were wrong and he was right. And you didn't know Jesus or God. I'm like, well, wow. Oh, he used to come up to people, um, invite them to the church. They're like, nah, man, I'm good. And he's, do you know Jesus? They'd be like, yeah, tell me how you know him. And, you know, he questioned him like he's an FBI agent or something. Like people, you know, I, I told him one time. I said, I "Man, you treat people like they stupid. And he ain't like that at all. But he did. He treated people like they was dumb or something. If I say I know Jesus and I read my Bible, I'm not going go through no, uh, SAT test with you about my love for God that that just was that was too much you know what I mean and I didn't like that at all so he also used to like um I don't know what's the word used to try to guilt people into coming to church saying that if they kept doing what they was doing, they was going down the wrong road. And my thing was, man, you just met this person. You just met them literally a couple of minutes ago. How you know what road they going down? Just because they don't go to your particular church, they going down the wrong road. And he used to tell me, yeah. I said, what do you get this from? He'll point at the Bible. I mean, you better open it up and show me something because I ain't never heard of such a thing. <laughs> I ain't never heard of such a thing. So you telling me the only people that's going to heaven and getting blessed is the people that go to your church? That makes no sense. But that's what he believed in. It, it makes no sense to me. And you know what I'm saying? And I could be wrong. He could be right. But in my mind and my beliefs, that makes no sense. So that was just stupid too. What's another dumb thing that I I, I just and I hate to call it anything that has to do because you know I don't know what it, their intentions were because another thing that they always did I promise you man I, I maybe I did go to that church for two years right and I went a lot. I went a whole lot because I was searching for God. You know what I'm saying? I was trying to get closer to God. I was trying to be a better person. I was trying to do the right thing, right? So, and I I found it refreshing that it was people so dedicated to what they believed in. And then I found out that maybe they weren't as dedicated as I thought they were. Because as long as I went to that church, man, I know he preached about other things, but I promise you with all my heart that the only sermons that I ever remember, the only sermons that he, that I can recall, all had to do with giving money to the church, tithes and offerings. Yeah, yeah. Church has to have lights on the water and all that kind of stuff. Tithes and offerings. I agree that, you know, it it is a thing. You should give tithes and offerings. But the way they talked about it constantly. And, you know, even when we visited the other churches and other pastors, the topic of discussion was the same thing every time come into church a lot and tithes and offerings I was like how can you preach on those two subjects constantly every, and I'm talking about we going to church, we might be outreaching two days a week but we going to church four days a week and I'm thinking like when is he going to run out of material on tithes and offering and have to move on to something else Never. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, we go to the other churches. They talk about the same thing. We go to we go to the men's discipleship two times a month, two hour drive. They talk about the same thing. Going to church and tithes and offerings. How people done got blessed and healed and their body healed. People done started walking. blind and unseen because of tithes and offerings and coming to church a lot. People done got better jobs because of tithes and offerings and coming to job, coming, they said, they always give the example of a man went to heaven, right? And when, he, when God let him in or whoever was at the gates let him in, they say it was a Mansion For one guy on one side And a shack for another guy And this is the story he always told A shack for another guy On this side The guy with the mansion He went in his mansion And the guy with the shack said Why do I get a shack? And he said it was because He gave such small amounts Of tithes and offerings When he was on earth So this is what he bought they made it seem like you could buy your way into heaven and he said uh, he always said he said that your wallet string was attached to your heart string so wherever your money is is where your heart is that's what he said I'm thinking like well wow because my heart is in the light bill. And the water bill and the rent. You know what I'm saying? So what am I living for? You know, I used to give my tithes and offerings to I don't know if I gave the right amount though, but I used to give it. And I'm thinking like before this my heart was into uh, paying the bills and keeping the roof over my head. Is that wrong? Are you trying to tell me I gotta buy my way into heaven? a lot of broke people out there yeah I had to cut ties with them and it was too strange my final uh thing before I broke ties with this church I don't even know how I got on the subject was um he told me that everybody that believed in my church my my family was like Methodist and Baptist right and he said all Method ba- Methodist and Baptist churches We're doing and believing in the wrong thing. I said, so hold up, man. You telling me that all my family and all the people I love are going to hell because they don't believe in what you believe in? And he basically said, yeah. And that's the last time we ever spoke. (laughs) And that's for real. That is the truth and nothing but the truth. We ain't never spoke again. I ain't never came across them again, Facebook, Twitters, nothing like that. We just never spoke again, and I think that was by design from God that we never spoke again because we should never speak again because I don't, I didn't agree with them. I'm glad that they were such giving people, and they stuck together, and they was together all the time, and they seemed to be friendly with each other. But it was just, man, they had the weirdest, strangest way of going about things that I've ever seen in the church.